I'm uh, you know I'm in a, I'm in a mosquito net. I'm sitting on a bed and because because there's bloody mosquitoes everywhere and I, they love me. I taste lovely to mosquitoes. Are you? So I I'm in my bedroom under a mosquito net like a Moroccan tent. This is the worst phone sex line ever. <laughs> I, I want yeah, more money. Back. I'm in a mosquito net. I'm Don't being attacked. I'm getting diseases, born diseases from mosquitoes. What are you wearing? I'm in a bubble. I may have Lyme disease. Oh, yeah. Give me Lyme disease, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm wearing Factor 50. Oh, yeah. It's real easy. Oh, girls, 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 all sick, all dying. Hear their last words. H-O-O. You are listening to Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast. To all you proudly resent listeners out there, just remember, you can't touch the hospitality. I won't allow it. So where are you in France? I'm currently in a place called Saint-Sulpice de Cognac. Just, it's a sort of lower middle France. I'm in rural France. Favorite, in fact, I, the reason I had to log off a minute is because we had a mouse-based emergency. So what happened? Um, a tiny mouse had run in from the forest into the kitchen, and my mother doesn't do mice. So I had to go uh, find it. So she it was, was after on... the fruitcake, apparently. Don't call your mother names. Hey! Oh, let's leave the mothers out of this. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> hey, you put up on Facebook, um, hey, you're going to talk to me, and yeah. then hopefully I'll leave I'll leave the gays and the, and the Chinese alone. Yeah. Somebody wrote, like, hey, you better. <laughs> I know. That, that woman, talking about fruitcakes, but that person is completely unhinged she already has upset like five people who follow me because she's uh, a bit <laughs> she doesn't seem to understand any form of humor one of my friends talked about burying a baby in the backyard hey. and she, she just went off <laughs> went off how dare you you're sick you're twisted <laughs> we keep her around just for entertainment value to wonder what she's going to kick off on next assumingly it's gays and chinese well, that a guy who you're going to talk to a movie about is going to use that as a platform. Yeah. <laughs> it, could have been a, it could have been a movie about gay Chinese people. She didn't know. She oh, just yeah. decided that she was going to be a bit uppity about it. She's outside my house right now protesting with a misspelled <laughs> sign. You know, she's the sort of person that will probably misspell a sign. Uh, she's crazy. She's for cactus. She's for cactus. Oh. We have a deal, uh, Nick and I, that uh, this is Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. I'm Adam Spiegelman. The other voice, the uh, more racist-sounding voice, is uh, Nico. <laughs> and we yes. have a deal that you do not, I, as a Jew, am offended by your horrible impression. Not impression of, like, do you like us, but your vo- vocal impression of Jews. As much as I'm sure you would hate my British impression. You would hate. I, I love your British impression, and I am embracing <laughs> Jewish culture. I'm not mocking it. You are a bit no, of no, a typical Jew. <laughs> All right, now you're mocking it. <laughs> Just for the sake of argument, you're mocking it right here. But don't, beyond me, that, I'll tell that woman she will be straight over. <laughs> she's out. She's outside. Probably night vision goggles. Yeah. What time? It's uh, 10 a.m. here. Well, ten fifteen. It is it is seven fifteen in the evening here in rural France. How long are you in France for? I am here for another week, and then I am off to New York 
Yeah, what are you going to do in New York? Psych bugger about <laughs> for, for a month. Not literally, obviously, not in its literal term. I shan't be doing any of that. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what made me giggle like a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> that word I know. I, I should be just, you know, pootling around for a month. Ah, uh, come on, is that just as bad? Pootling? Pootling does not sound good. No, Pootling's a good old uh, Catholic uh, activity. So is buggering, really. How dare you? <laughs> There's none of that in the Catholic Church, is there? Surely not. Tonight on Proudly Resent, Nico and I proudly resent Terror Train. What is it? Night Train to Terror. Terror Train to Night. Night, night, train. <laughs> night Train to Terror. It's a film you picked. Now, why do you? Why did you pick this film? What did? What do you like about? Night what train is there terror? not to like about Night Train to Terror? Night Train to Terror is a bloody amazing. I don't want to call it a film because it's not. No. It's it's three it's three films in one, strung together by some of the best dancers and the most kick ass soundtrack since since Breakdance Two Electric Boogaloo. But when you say soundtrack and Breakdance Two, <laughs> Breakdance Two Electric Boogaloo had more than one song on the soundtrack. You don't need more than one song. <laughs> you just need one song with eighties leg warmers. That's all you need. It takes place in the eighties, I guess. I guess it's well. It was made in '85, I think. Well, made. It was put together in '85. It was a cobbled together film, film. It opens the, with the a films band that they use. dressed like it's like a punk band, but they're dressed like um, uh, Olivia Newton-John's. Let's I was physical. just I was just about to say Olivia Newton-John. Oh, you know what? You that don't have to try to impress me. I know. Why would I want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> What's to be gained for me? Oh, I get it. Adam said something intelligent. I was going to say it first. Dare you. Not a competition. Not a close one anyway. So it's a punk band. They're dressed in like, like, like uh, Nico pointed out, not me. Like They're not dressed like me. Workout clothes. Singing um, kind of a 50s song, which I guess I'll put on on the, on the show. But it is amazing. Oh, you sing a little bit. You sung a little no, bit before. just cannot... You can't stop singing along to it. Once really? it's in there, it's like um, You Can't Stop the Music, the Village People musical. The song You Can't Stop the Music is just as, uh, you know, infectious as Dance With Me, Dance With Me. Everybody's got something to do. Everybody but you. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Well, that's true. He does, that, there's other lyrics besides Dance With Me, Dance With Me. Not many. But it does sound like a 50s song sung by a punk band in their warm-up outfit, in their workout clothes. Right. If, that, if that doesn't sell this film, I don't know what will. There is, a, I mean, that is definitely a selling point. And then we'll get to quickly what did sell me on this film. There was a moment I was half watching it. And this moment happened. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> Everyone stop what they're doing. We will put up a, a link and see how long it lasts to uh, that you found to the to the movie. But yes. I did find it's on Amazon on a double bill with some other terrible film. What is the film? What what is this film? Is God and Satan are on a train, full of dancers, uh, and then they tell three stories. Uh, and then the stories are three actual films, two of which uh, never got finished, and one of which I think was released. I can't remember what the name was, but it was actually released. They cut it down to like <laughs> forty minutes. No, I'm sorry. I asked you to give the plot of the movie, not make up something randomly. Oh, that is the plot of the movie. Oh, oh you. Oh, why, Yana? I'm just saying it sounds so ridiculous. I didn't know that it was... Cataclysm. I... Cataclysm. It was called Cataclysm. Which one? That which last film. The last one. The one with the Nazi Satan. Yeah, <laughs> that cataclysm. was a really... 
confusing one. Uh, that one makes sense. That it was a full movie, and they just blatantly cut out scenes. That's why other scenes didn't make any sense. I am not even sure that would make sense as a real movie. I have not. I have not seen the real one. I will do though. It was like three Twilight Zone, three anthology stories, and then at the end, God say God who who is exactly from like a Mark Twain local theater production of Mark Twain. Guy, you know, the long white beard. Cotton cotton wool beard. Yeah. And then Satan, which is uh, Bela Lugosi's stand-in. <laughs> and then a black porter for the train. He's the worst actor I have ever seen. Where he who takes... just stares at the camera and goes, Will that be all, sir? But he also takes dramatic pauses, not in between words, but in between syllables. Yep. They're like, where is this train going? It is going to nowhere. Or whatever, like, he just, yeah, he just throws in dramatic pauses, and um, I don't even know if he's reading off a card, or maybe he is blind, and we don't know that, that's why he stares straight ahead. <laughs> maybe he's brailing it. He's brailing it. That's taking so the lines are on his thigh, and he's rubbing his hand, and then he just switched thighs. That's why there's a pause in between. Exactly, he's switching hands. Yeah, yeah, he's running his hand around his back, and there's only so far you can go. Exactly. <laughs> he's got to jump in with the other hand. I think I've Scooby-Doo this mystery. Done. Thanks, Scoob. <laughs> oh dear! Oh. Um, leeway for you to do impressions. Listen, I'm you're driving for sugar. That does not open the door for you to say Meshuggah. <laughs> it always opens the door for me to say Meshuggah. You said Scooby Doo, not Scooby Duke. Uh, Scooby Duke. That was the British knockoff of Scooby Doo. Was it? No, I just made that up. Uh, there was a Mama Duke. Marmaduke is the huge dog. The Great Dane, I think. And there was Dig Digby, the biggest dog in the world. What about Clifford the Big, big Red Dog? The Dig, you know, Digby. I think that's a British film. I'm not sure. You know, the big, I think it was a sheep dog. I don't know that one. And then there was another big dog comic strip. You, you know the Family Circus comic strip? No. No, how many times I've got to tell you? Just what? because it was in America doesn't mean that the rest of the world knows about it. You no, did this I didn't with say I didn't say you know Family Circus. I said, did you know Family Circus? No, I didn't. I can't believe it because it was American. Um, <laughs> tell me what the British equivalent is. It was the world, or is the world's worst comic strip. It's never been funny in, in 70 years. It's in the paper every single day. It's a one-panel cartoon. And you see, this is the difference between you and I, in that I read the newspapers for the news. No. I well, don't read news them for the there? cards. There is news in there. No, no, I don't read it just for the comics. There's also the word jumble. <laughs> Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah. Listen, and the Dear Abby. Yes. So, well, we went off topic. We're talking about big dogs. We're talking about How, how unlike us to go off topic. Can't believe we did that. Night Train to Terry stars, and, and again, American people know this, and British people. Oh, bloody American. Bull from Night Court, which was... Why would from Night Court being at thesaurus. Listen, it's 10 a.m. here. Just go to 7 p.m. there. You had a full day to think things out. Because you look it up, you're like, what's another name for uh, the guy from Night Train to Terror? Yeah, that, that's exactly. From Night Train. You've never used one before, have you? What, I cook. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> you're such a mensch. <laughs> Bull... You know, this guy's a really tall guy who's bald. He was on this uh, terrible show. This sitcom that lasted 100 years in America as a goofy guy. goofy, And now he's in Night Train to Terror as in two different movies. That's why I explained why he's in two different, 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 two different stories. Because there's two. 
What a coincidence that he was in two crappy films that they put together. I think he might have been in more than just two crappy films. No, right. I, I, I know him because it was bugging me when I saw it where I knew him from. And I, he's in Spiders 2. Let's talk about the first film in this collection of films. The first, I think, is the most pointless. Can you guess what the point of the first movie is? Tits. Yeah, there's just ridiculous <laughs> amounts of uh, topless women. Tits and what my writing partner Joe calls 70s bush. It was uh, a lot of that, because it's weird. There's a naked woman strapped to a table. You see the top, and then everything else is covered with a blanket thrown over her 70s. Or a, or a strap. Or a strap. Right. It's just like, oh, well, let's cover up this part, Doctor, but not... Uh, we wouldn't We wouldn't want this to be obscene. Right, but uh, in terms of uh, in the hospital, this, you know, the logic of the hospital, cover her up. No, just the middle part. Just the yeah, private bits. Everybody loves to see tits. And the first film has them in abundance. Right, so I'm warning you. Please do not watch the first part. It's just breasts. Non-stop breasts. The whole thing. It's t- I mean... I don't understand why. It's all about a guy that goes to a sanatorium because his wife died and then he gets given something. So he has to then go out and start collecting people to bring back to the sanatorium then so that the guy can, for some reason, cut them up. And that's wow. basically it. I, that's basically all I remember it. about that film was uh, breasts. <laughs> I didn't know there was an actual sanatorium. You mean there was a plot? There was a plot? Wow, a bonus. It, it, one of my one of my favorite scenes in the first film is when um, there's two bits actually. One, he gets given an injection by a doctor, and the doctor says, "I've given you this injection. Now you're under hypnosis," which completely belies any sense of what hypnosis is. That you could just inject somebody with hypnosis, and he now they're hypnotized. Him. He did say, "Now you're hypnotized." Now you're hypnotized. Now yeah. you're hypnotized. Okay, fair enough. And then the woman. When she's seducing him, saying, I'm just trying to make you better. I'm just trying to make you better by having you kill people for me. And then takes the top off and rides around on top of them. Sounds about right. Sexy sanatorium. Apart from all the killing, it's quite a sexy place. Yeah, there's a sanatorium. Uh, Bull from Nightcore plays an orderly. Some old old guy plays a doctor, and they just collect women and cut them up. He's a rapey orderly. There's this really creepy scene where a woman <laughs> is lying strapped to the table... Breast, you know, you see her breasts huge, and she's screaming and going back and forth because Bull from Night Court, his hands are very slowly coming out at her, very slowly grabbing. <laughs> and you're like, first you think it's the neck, then he assures the breast, and then his hands. Then he moves up to the neck. And then he starts giving her a massage on the shoulders. <laughs> but then the camera pans down to the trolley that is wheeling, <laughs> the trolley is wheeling back and forth slightly. But I, I think, think it's creepy. He's like that creepy guy who always wants to give you a massage. I felt like that was worse. Like she's like, "Oh, please, just strangle me or touch me inappropriately. <laughs> Don't give me a creepy massage." What about when he waves the saw over the over the woman, the naked woman? He just has this sort of hacksaw, not a hacksaw. What are they called? There's nothing hack about this film. Boom! Thank you. <laughs> he's Put got that on a the saw. box. Reprint the box. <laughs> Can I finish my point? You're very rude. Oh, my mother me. will be. My mother will be up in arms. Your mother's not standing on a chair right now. <laughs> Thomas, she. Uh, <laughs> he just starts waving this hacksaw about, and then this woman's screaming like she can't. She's very nonplussed about it. They scream. If someone was waving a saw at me and I was tied down, I'd be making a lot more noise. <laughs> then 
it camera pans back to a wall, and it's obviously someone's got like a ketchup bottle that they squeeze one tiny squirt of blood, and then that's that's supposed to be that he's hacked something off her. We never see it. No, well, he's got a little ketchup package from the craft service. Exactly. People might know what craft services are. They not everybody works in TV and film, you know. Craft service. You're so, so LA, aren't you? Well, now you've got it more specific. <laughs> You're so uh, Worth Plaza. What? That's the name of my building. Oh, I see. Well, now we know where you live. Now, now that woman knows where you live. Good one. <laughs> She's Good standing one. in front of her <laughs> junction. Oh, did he say Plaza? They're running down the street. I'm sorry. My bad. I'll be right there. Sorry, people, for waking you up. You're all fine. <laughs> it's the wrong person. <laughs> Here's a moment in this movie. Um, the doctor says to use the couple's in a. You're uh, all right. You're all right. If you need, do you need your pills? It's 10 a.m. I didn't have anything to drink last night. I feel like I got hit by a freight train to terror. Um, <laughs> Broken like a true alcoholic. I can't concentrate. I've had nothing to drink. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. You never wake up when you're like, oh, I went to bed early. I don't know why I feel like I'm hungover. Yeah, how's your addiction to antihistamines going? <laughs> That's fine. Actually, I am taking antihistamines. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I'm the one standing outside. Uh, I'm not in France at all. Hold on. Let me get a quick drink and then we'll continue. Oh, let me yell at my kid. Make me a fizz. Daddy needs his medicine. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of drinking, the, the Ooh, story segue. Opens up. Oh, segue. Thank you. First story opens up with a voiceover that says, uh, the man who likes to drink too much. So it's, I guess the plot is, is this guy's an alcoholic. He crashes a car. And now he learns a lesson. His wife dies and gets chopped up, and now he has to kill women because he's an yeah. alcoholic. So don't drink, or else you be hired by a sanatorium mental hospital to kill people for no reason. But they, they cut to the sanatorium, and the doctor, the older doctor, is in the operating room with a naked dead woman, or the the wife, but naked, strapped to a table, and she's not moving. As you do. As you do. And he's well, yeah, talking he, to her. Dead people don't tend to move a lot. He says, he's talking to her, then he says, when you wake up, we'll talk about this more. Wait, you were talking to a woman in a coma for how long? <laughs> you mean you were standing there telling her stuff? Ah, oh, yeah, me and Bull from Night Court were hanging out, you know, with then, uh, Larry from Three's Company, and uh, we're going to get some coffee later on. And when the two lobotomized men decide to then kill the, the surgeon... You know, they gave the old guy a lobotomy when they're drinking champagne and she slips something into his drink and he takes the tiniest sip and then there's like a 10-minute reaction shot where he does about 15 double takes between the champagne and her uh, and then just collapses very unconvincingly on the table. And the next minute he's in the operating theatre and she's giving him a lobotomy. And then that ends with him and he's made friends with another guy who has a lobotomy and they capture her and slit her throat. And this is just the first 20 minutes. Yeah, you're in in 20 minutes. I mean, ridiculous dialogue. You don't know what's going on. Terrible 80s music and lots and lots of breasts. In the yeah. first 20 minutes. What more can we do? Can we yeah, buy you a the beer? ground running. There you go. What, the women running? <laughs> yes, they were running. Running and bouncing uh, and tits galore. I mean, that's what they should have called this film. Just the first one. Just the first one. It's like, you know, they say you never, you don't design a house from the outside in because then the inside's all screwy. It's like they designed this movie. They wrote this movie around 
How many women can we get topless strapped to a gurney? Hey, Dave, how many tits can we get in this movie? Uh, 25. Because there's a scene where there's just one. <laughs> and he rips the top off and just takes the left corner away. You just get to see one. There's 25. 25 tits. <laughs> 26. Oh, sorry, my bad. 25. Just uh, we got a quick They don't always come in pairs, you know? Not always. Uh, not in this film. So it it doesn't make sense. Dialogue's ridiculous. No. And and they've tried to what they've tried to do, I say tried, I use that wrong because no one tried to do anything in this film, is they've tried to link all these films together. And they thought the best way to link these films together would be to have the dancers and Satan and God on a train. But it's never explained really fully why that is. Just it's it's supposed to be Satan going, Ah, look at these people and God going, Ah, look at them. You go, well, what's the point of that? Well, at the yeah. end, God argues that he should get the uh, the drunk guy, the guy who's an alcoholic, because he does something heroic at the end, and then the devil gets everyone else. Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break. I want, I want to get some Tiffin and uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever else. You... It's early for Tiffin. It's 10 o'clock, half past 10. You do it half an hour for Tiffin. Hey, hey, baby, it's 2 hey. p.m. somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Very rarely. Uh, <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. This is Proudly Resents, ProudlyResents.com. Hi, I'm Mike Spiegelman, proprietor of Luggage Tuesdays. Luggage Tuesdays presents things to do on a budget. Number one, talk about high gas prices. Number two, rent VHS over DVDs. Number three, rob local restaurants. Tips 4 through 10, available only to premium subscribers. LuggageTuesdays.com Hello. Hey. Can you hear my fan? No, no. That's right then. It was getting hot under the net. (laughs) I have a fan in the net with me. Well, tell him and Annette I said hi. We are back. Proudly resents Nico and uh, Anna Spiegelman. We are talking about the movie Night Train to Terror. Dance with me, dance with me. Yeah. Well, I think we should. Ra- I we we. Nico, mean. Um, we talked a lot about the first. Is three stories. Yeah, and three. As you pointed out, I didn't realize, but I'm not surprised that they were just like random movies sitting on a shelf that they decided to paste together with a really thin premise. Thin is the word. Yeah. Thin. The first one was a film they didn't finish. I think the second one was a film they didn't finish. The third one's a finished film that they just decided to chop up into a 40-minute chunk. Well, let's talk about the second movie, the least interesting. Is that what you think? I love the second one. The second one's my favorite. one is my favorite of all of them. Amazing. Well, first of all, it's a story of like a death club where there is a group of people and they do these crazy and possibly non- human things where mm-hmm. like one of them may die and you know, like Russian roulette it's Russian roulette club but the narrator is from another movie am I right like I don't know yeah. what movie the narrator is narrating because his story is like Sunset Boulevard is about a, a woman who wants to be an actress and a guy who's an older guy who's controlling her yet she's in love with a younger per- man well, this, this is what I like about it. It's the death, the death club bit's the, the interesting bit. But before that, there's this weird, this weird bit where this woman is selling popcorn at a fair. 
And the guy says, how much for the popcorn? And then buys all of her popcorn, takes her away and turns her into a porn star. That's the first five minutes. That's the first five minutes. And then this other guy, he wanted to be an actress and then end up a porn star. Probably how it happens a lot where you live. In my apartment or in LA? In your apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's another thing about this movie. So they said, she wanted to be an actress. So he made her one, and they they show her in a movie where she's tied up and getting smacked, um, which is a lot more interesting than the movie we're watching. Then she meets the guy she's in love. They say that the only job she can get is selling popcorn at a fair. Yeah. I don't know why they needed to say that, because we see her selling popcorn at a fair. Then yes. they say that she plays piano at a bar. We see her playing piano at a bar. She, so must, have learned she, that get- whilst, she must have learned that whilst... Uh, selling popcorn and being a porn star. Uh, the music shot. Yeah, I, get, well, I don't know what she got took piano lessons uh, on the side. So that was another thing that didn't make any sense. Like, oh, and she plays piano. I guess they had that scene they had to use. They shot it for some reason. So they had to say in the, in the narrative that, that she played the piano. All right, so then, then, then they're in love and then they join this death club. They what? don't. They don't join voluntarily. Do this. I think the thing is that she's supposed to be still a bit in. No, the guy that made her a porn star is still in love with her, and she's a little bit in love with him. And then they, he invites them to the first death club, which is great. Well, how do they, <laughs> so they're sitting around the table. There's a, a black guy, a white guy, an older woman. Um, there's like every you know kind of just just so you can see everyone's different. A sophisticated woman, a white business guy, a dubbed white business guy. I'm not quite sure why he's dubbed. So he's it's, just so you know, it's not the same terrible. thing. It's something different, yeah. Yeah. Um, what looks like a, a, a very male woman and a black guy. Right. And you've got to work out which one's going to die first. What was the first challenge? Um, badly animated bug. That freaked me out. Because I just got bit by a wasp. My whole arm turned red. That's why I was on antihistamines. So now I'm watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm up in the middle of the night watching this movie with this giant, like, uh, stop motion animated wasp. Badly made. He's wearing uh, a hat. <laughs> and glasses. <laughs> and glasses. He couldn't have 20 20 vision or contacts. He's got glasses. And he's doing a Woody Allen impression. <laughs> Excuse me. I, uh, I got dinner with a wasp. You know what that is? It's two cocktails. Stop that! What? Stop it at once! Stop it at once! No, I'm not allowed to do it. Then you're not. Well, I guess not allowed to do it badly. This is the uh, key. Don't be for cactus. So the the bug is this huge weird bug, and they when they release it, it's gonna bite one of them. So you can't and then kill them and kill them instantly. You can't move because it may or may not uh, that may or may not help you. But then the bug bug buggers off (laughs) out of the window. And they really, they, they couldn't have seen that happen. Should they should close the window, surely. What a rubbish desk. No, no, no. They left the window open on purpose, just in case that's uh, that might happen. And then it kills a random couple. Who are making Some guy a... who's <laughs> fucking in some park. <laughs> they just happen to be in the park having sex. Huge bug comes down and kills him <laughs> on top of her. If I had a pan every time that's happened to me. I'll just be having sex in a park and a bug will come out of nowhere and explode the person that I'm having sex with. Is that why you're going to New York? It's a a blight. That's why I'm going to New York. I've run out of men in Britain. They're all (laughs) died. Bug-based deaths. So let me just say, if you're in New York in Central Park during the next month, do not bring a big fly swatter. Listen, 
Who am I to tell you how to live your life? Protect yourself. Far scarier things. Far scarier things in Central Park than a killer bug. Uh, I don't know. Crystal meth tweakers. I'm more worried about. It's the same thing. <laughs> What's the other one? Everyone put something on their head. This. That's my favorite one. They have a. They have a. <laughs> a death robot. <laughs> they all sit around the table with this gold Wonder Woman band on their head, and the robot will pick a color. And then whatever color comes onto its chest is the voltage which comes through the head thing on them. And then if it's red, it means it's, it's dead voltage. It means that they're so harsh, they're going to die. And it's like Russian roulette. So there's one chair empty. And then you've got to guess which of the, which of the people is going to get it. The, the, biz, the three businessmen, the two white businessmen, the well-to-do white woman, the hero and his girlfriend – the lesbian or the streetwise black guy. Or the streetwise black guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's it going to be in a late 70s movie, I wonder? He gets it. The, the black guy, and he says, uh, now, I swear to God, this would have been a funny line if this guy was a half-decent actor. He's got <laughs> the band around his head. Yes. And he, he starts getting electrocuted, and he says, uh, do, do, do you mind if I smoke? Excuse me while I smoke. Yeah, excuse me while I smoke. And the joke, it's like, oh, that was actually would have been funny. If the guy wasn't terribly backwards. Yeah, it is an awful, awful actor. And then they dubbed, I forgot about the dubbed guy. He's dubbed with like a fake Polish accent. You don't even know why he was dubbed. I don't even know. Like, well, we don't have any Polish people in this film. How about a, a fake Polish accent? Good enough. I'm guessing the guy's accent must have been... Maybe he was high-pitched or something. Maybe talk like that! Hey, he I'm a big had, guy. I look Polish. Close enough. Why not? <laughs> maybe that's why they did it. But when the when the black guy's electrocuted... Did you ever see the stop-motion uh, music video for Rick Petit? No. You should see that, because that's what that reminds me of. When his head's shaking back and forth, that clay head. They yeah. like kind of superimpose like his real head on top of a clay head back and forth. And smoke comes out. Yeah, I, I couldn't wait for that then. It was so badly done. It was I'll really tell you, for the time, that was genius. Yeah, that was CGI back in the day. After that's the bowling, the, the, the construction ball. We're going to have a ball. Boom! Were they, were they all... <laughs> what I don't understand about this one is that they're all trussed up in sleeping bags, but they're all trussed up. So who trussed up the last one? If they're all tied up in a sleeping bag, right? You need someone to tie you into a sleeping bag, right? Who who tied the last guy or girl into the sleeping bag? The bug, right? <laughs> the giant bug. <laughs> See, he back came in. back to be helpful. Yeah, hold on a second. The bunny hops over the other bunny and goes into the hole. Okay, you're in. <laughs> oh, I see. You're talking about shoelaces. I am. You don't have that. My but humor? I still, I still. Understood that, even though uh, not something we do in this country. That's the and point. bilingual, I, I speak American. <laughs> you do. Oh yeah, I let's can hear a little bit. You people. Can I? Here's you in New York uh, looking for the the F train. Um, pardon me, motherfucker. Is <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> doing an impression of me? Don't make me do an impression of you. No, no, but this is you in New York City trying to fit in, so you don't get mugged. Looking for a train. Pardon me, motherfucker. You sound like uh, you're setting, 
checked up a bit. So this 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 this, this is you. Hold on a second. Right, right I'm writing this down. Me. <laughs> in, uh, can we get a non-geographical location? Gynecologist, uh, in, in space. <laughs> okay, in space. And can we get an occupation not gynecologist? Proctologist. <laughs> All right. Why does everyone say gynecologist? Every improv show. Everybody says gynecologist. We used to, uh, when I did improv, the person would come out and say, hey, listen, we're going to need, because you're always very happy at doing improv, like camp counselors, an occupation kind of like a gynecologist or proctologist, but not those. Dentist. No, Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay, good. Dentist, gynecologist. Dentist, proctologist. Fuck. That's going at it the wrong way, isn't it? That's hey. the long way in. Hey, that's the long way in right there. <laughs> hey, it's Paul Francis Sullivan, creator of Sully Baseball. Please call me Sully. My favorite blogs are, tend to be all baseball blogs. So Subway Squawkers, which are two very funny Met and Yankee fans talking are my favorite blogs, probably to read. Uh, my favorite blog was What Sucks, as created by the brilliant Chris DeLuca, but the guy barely updates it anymore. So this is my plea to Chris DeLuca to keep updating whatsucksblog.com because there was nothing funnier on the Internet. All right, let's wrap up the uh, the film. The second one is your favorite. I don't. Was it there is. an ending to the second film? The the second film ended. It just ended yeah. after the bowling ball squashed the woman's head. Not 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 the protagonist woman. Just the the random no. sophisticated lady that you never met. Exactly. Just flew off and squashed her head again. Just a tiny bit of blood squirted the man's face. Then they, uh, they accidentally used a soy sauce package for that one. Then the narrator goes, and so they lived happily ever after. <laughs> and we ran out of funding. And then we stopped the movie. The, the budget, uh, by the way, must have been good on those because there's some like crowd scenes. There's some. They go to church. Remember in the first movie, he goes to a full-on church to seduce a woman. About, what are you talking about? They must have had a big budget because they went to church. We all know how expensive going to churches, right? There's like fifty people. There's like a hundred people sitting in pews. Pews aren't no. cheap. Pews. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you if you say to enough people, hey, do you want to be in a film, then they'll probably pay you to be in one. People have a thing about being in movies. You uh, know that. That's yeah, I used to book it. Think of the stuff that you think of the stuff that you've done to get people in movies. It's deplorable. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Kidnapping hey, is not deplorable. In the movies, uh, touch it. What? Touch the Monkey is a legitimate film. <laughs> How dare you. So then we go to the third film, our last and final. Oh, but between each film, the devil keeps saying to God, hey, what about that rock band that keeps singing the same song on the train? Shouldn't shouldn't we fuck with them? And they never do. Never the last do. story they should did. have been about the rock band. The, the, you never get to know why the rock band's there. Well, they do. The, the one guy goes, so glad my our bus broke down. Our bus broke down. <laughs> You got the train. Right, of course. It makes total sense. We're in the third film of Night Trains to Terror. I I didn't like the third film. The third film drags. 
Yeah, you know what? It also didn't make any sense. It was like two different films. Because there's an old guy who sees a young Nazi who realizes it's the same Nazi that tortured him 30 years ago. Why does he still look young? That plot is dropped at some yeah. point. Because they kill the old Jew. Yeah, but, then, but, yeah. The, but the plot needs to still be there. No, the plot died with the Jew. The guy, then, the guy went to the thing and then he saw the big claymation head and that, that blew a hole in his back and then he died. Oh, yeah, the, the, it's not bad enough the guy's a Nazi, but he also is a demon. When he's, also sa- he's also Satan. Who is also on a train, so that kind of contradicts Satan, too. It, it doesn't make sense. So Bull from Night Court makes a return appearance in this film with a bigger wig and just proving that his career was definitely in the toilet. If he's in two of these movies, two of these random movies that ran out of money that they had to cut together into a third film, things weren't going well. My guess he play, he he kind of plays Nietzsche, doesn't he? Oh yes, I guess he does. Nietzsche with a hairpiece. Because his book is called God is Dead. Yeah. Oh, there is no God and no Satan. Yeah, and then Satan. And yeah, he's 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 married to a Catholic, a devout Catholic, who's the chosen one, like Keanu Reeves. I thought he was in a wheelchair, but he wasn't. It was just they didn't have him standing a lot. No, he wasn't. <laughs> they do they do a weird <laughs> show. <laughs> You just can't assume people who don't stand up a lot are in wheelchairs. No, no, no they do a shot gonna... to pull away to reveal him sitting. You know, he's outside talking to his Catholic wife, and they just reveal that he's in a chair. I'm like, why are they revealing that he's sitting down? Is he in a wheelchair? No, they just wanted to do that shot. Just it's, wanted to pull it good, away. It was a good shot. It was a good shot. Good why shot, Charlie. It? Good job. Don't waste it, Charlie. Exactly. Hey, leave that in. So w- he meets the devil, the Nazi guy. No, you've missed uh, the um, the the monk that comes to see him. I can't remember his monk's name. It's like Pimpican or something like that. Pimpet something. Oh, the Italian guy. Yeah. His name is Italian stereotype. Is his yeah. Name. Yeah. With beard. And hey, to- I'm Italiano. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so racist. How many times am I going to tell you? That is less the racist curb- than the character in the movie. Curb your racism. <laughs> Uh, which one? They're all racist. They're yeah. all uh, stereotypical. So what does the monk tell him? He warns him. He warns him to sh- to cut it out. <laughs> Stop going on TV telling everyone there's no god because there's a Satan around and he's gonna come and get you. And he gets him through his wife, who has a very disturbing scene in a walk-in closet where devils come out of the floor. And she can't get out, and she clings onto a raincoat for dear life. And there's a bit where she's holding onto the handle, and she's horizontal floating. <laughs> Which is obviously them just filming it with her hanging onto something and then tipping the frame. Right, 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 moving the background around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still it's still amazingly bad. Genius. And it's full of, it's full of um, Jason and the Argonauts style stop motion. Stay with the second film. The same with the second film, the with the the bug mm. and the devil. But there's more. There's more in the third. And there really the shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, there shouldn't be in either. I mean, it's all very well making stop motion creatures, because we don't really know what a creature looks like. So whatever. But when they make the little people, <laughs> the little humans that die, that's ridiculous. It's uh, there was no need for that. When he when they make the little what was his name? 
from uh, Night Court. Bull. I know his real name is Richard Moll, isn't it? No, his real name is Bull from Night Court. Okay, Bull from Night Court. Have it your way, petulant child. <laughs> uh, he, they make a little model of him, but he's got blonde hair. And then he dies at a cross in a firework. <laughs> right. They just ran out of models. Just go, we'll use that one again. Yeah, and then we'll when they, they, yeah, when they killed the priest, he got stood on. <laughs> stood on by the creature in a tiny claymation uh, organs sort of splattered up the creature's leg. It's that attention to detail that uh, makes this <laughs> film watchable. <laughs> I say watchable, uh, passable. So wh- which one of the three is your favorite? Is the second one? Second one. Second yeah. one's my favorite. And just for the just the randomness of it. And then the end shot where the train crashes. <laughs> oh, so the end of the whole film, of the actual movie, of ter- uh, Night Train to Terror. Yeah. They go, where are we going next? And they go, ha, 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 and it crashes, right? But it's just a camera set up in front of a toy train that that comes towards you, and then a sort of superimposed explosion. Yeah, and, and then so a bunch of stars. A toy train, and then it starts all over again. Well, I guess they figure if you're going to believe all the other stop stop motion animation, that the the train will look pretty spectacular. There's nothing believable in this film. Nothing. Is there a moral to this film? Would you say? Don't. Don't buy films recommended to you over the internet. <laughs> buyer, buyer beware. That's what I'm trying to say. But uh, you will be polarized. You're either going to love this film, I, I, again, I loathe to call it a film, or you're going to fucking hate it. But I love it. It's and so and the first done. movie. I mean, if you're going to hate it, at least there's a lot of breasts and tits, bad acting. Full of tits in there. Yeah. So and it, creepy men. So you want to fool your, you know, your your girlfriend into watching a movie, you know, because you want to see breasts. Like, you know, I heard this movie's good, and then <laughs> oh, ten minutes and go, oh, my God, what's with all this breasts? I had no idea. If you're a lonely man, maybe you can uh, see how well you can masturbate to the first one. Fantastic. To see if to see if the tits are uh, good, or if you're distracted by the bad acting and blood. This is it's the a- worst worst radio contest ever. Send us in a video. No, do not. <laughs> do not. Do you uh, you recommend Do you recommend this movie? Of course I do. Why else would I be talking about it? I know. You know some of these bad movie shows they talk about shitty movies, and they're like, "No, don't go see it." At least we're wasting a half hour of my time. <laughs> There's a difference between a good bad movie and a bad bad movie, and bad bad movies are just dull. Like you know, like Strip to Kill Two. It's just dull. I wouldn't recommend that movie, and I wouldn't really talk about it. But this movie, oh, it's like I watched uh, Satan's School for Girls on TV yesterday. With uh, Sharon Doherty? Sharon Doherty. Yeah. And? It was terrible. It was t- <laughs> brilliantly terrible. I loved it. The one good thing about being in rural, rural France, or Lulu France, rural France, is that I get to watch uh, the Sky Movie channels that my parents have. And have that at home. So I got to watch the horror channel, which is full of schlock movies. Mom, Dad, good to see you. It's a TV home. Yeah, yeah. I'm exactly. sorry to hear the dogs dead, but I, you still have cable, right? I don't care how many mice are coming in from the forest. In watching Satan's School for Girls, or whatever it's called. Now, did you get the uh, the box set of Too Cool for School? It's coming. It's not here yet. 
So I think that'll be our next our next film. It's a box set of really cheap eighties comedies, uh, including my chauffeur, my tutor, uh hunk. A lot of crappy films over on HBO at three AM in the morning back in the eighties. You should also you should also uh, watch some of the British movies, like uh, confession the confession films. Uh well email me those and we'll talk about those in the film the show after. Oh, well, you know, why don't you send me those? I'll put those up on the site. What are a couple? They're amazing. Pardon? Yeah, you want the to name, name a couple? Confessions of a Window Cleaner and Confessions of a Rockstar. They're basically uh, 70s British soft porn, but not. You just see the, the man's ass bobbing up and down. But they're kind of cheeky, carry-on style with an edge. <laughs> but they're terrible. That's what these are. That's because some of these films they try to make real movies out of it, and they're like, "Oh, we got to put in some TNA, otherwise we this won't is all, get our funding." This is all TNA. <laughs> this is all, all it is. It's just a guy who goes around with various jobs, so and he uses his job to <laughs> fuck a lot of women. Like, have you seen the stewardesses? Uh, like a stewardess? Or stewardesses. Stu- stewardesses. What is it? Am that? I saying it wrong? Stewardesses. No, no, wait. Is it a guy named Stuart S? Don't be so fucking ridiculous. No, I don't know. <laughs> or are you saying flight attendant? I'm saying flight attendant, but I'm saying it in this film. It's called Stewardesses. Stewardesses. And it's a 1969 3D porn film. And it has it is the most amazing film. It's very little sex in it. There's one brilliant scene where a woman, one of the stewardesses, or flight attendant, sorry, takes the head of a statue and then just holds it over her naked body and then it gets all psychedelic and trippy. Get get the kids interested. Exactly. You need to watch that film. Can you find that film? Online, but you need 3D glasses. Oh, I think actually someone re-released it. Yeah, you, you can get it. You can get it. I've got it. So uh, <laughs> it was given to me. It was given to me with big tit zombies. Big tit zombie fighters. I think it was called. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birthday gift <laughs> Joe. Big the, tit zombie slayers. Is that? Do you, you know, get a lot of bad movies for gifts now? I do, yeah. And yeah. I don't mind. No, no. Right. That's. Really I like right. it. Because my friend was in the bargain bin looking for uh, a birthday gift for me. That's the best place to find them. Yeah, it is really good. There's some we, good we, it's where we found Shark Attack 3, like all those years ago. It started our bad film club. That's actually where my friend claimed she found it, who said, uh, who found it. She the found best place for bin. it. Yeah, there's Shark Attack 2. Do you know anything about that? That's rubbish. <laughs> That's Shark Attack 1 and Shark Attack 2 are terrible. And there's no, there's no correlation between one, two, and three, other than the fact that they're about sharks. Let's and what I love about New Image, because Raging Sharks is on TV the other night, uh, what I love about New Image is that they make all these shark films and just put the same footage in, all of them. Oh, the same shark you can, footage? You can, yeah, you can see all the, not even just the shark footage, but the submarine footage and the base footage. And sure, stuff why, like that. why waste it? Why not reuse they've, it? They've, they've used it, why not use it again? Hey, let's talk about John Barrowman. He's got his own show here now. He's got a new primetime show. Oh, he Saturday does? Saturday nights, network TV. Is it a variety show? Yeah. It's like a entertainment, singing, quiz, oh. Oh people God. show. Because <laughs> they have a new uh, American Torchwood starting here. 
Yes. And he stars in that. And he's, he's the star Jeff. of Shark Attack 3, uh, one of the greatest, worst movies ever. He is terrible in Shark Attack 3. How dare you. He Take never should have worked after the film. And now he's a big star. He was a big star before, Shark. I keep telling you this. The people from the John Berman Association or Society emailed me after your podcast. Who is that? Say, your cousin? It's <laughs> just some guy. There's <laughs> like a really massive, like, I don't know how many thousands of people are in it to uh, say, yeah, Shark Attack is great. And, that, and to correct me that yeah. he, did, he, wasn't Can- he wasn't Canadian, he was American. And I, I did say that I wasn't sure when they said, no, he's not, he's American. And they chastised you for not believing how big a star he was. Yeah, I don't believe it. So you, you my friend, are in the sights of the John Barrowman Appreciation Society. But, but in my defense, can you blame me? I mean, have you seen Shark Attack 3? You watch of it like I've seen Shark Attack 3. It's great. It's the only He's thing I've seen. I, you, you can't tell me that. Oh, of course you should know this guy's good. Based on what? He, he uttered the based, worst line based ever. It wasn't the worst line. That's the best line. How dare you? Yeah, look up. Again, if you look up worst line <laughs> in a film on YouTube, his scene will come up. Not, you know. But so Torchwood is, is starting here, and uh, he just got an honorary degree in acting. Yeah. <laughs> Which they obviously have not seen Shark Attack 3. He obviously couldn't get a, a real degree for acting. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's another way to look at it. So he's going to pretend one. All right. So let's, rather, let's talk about Night Train to Terror. You recommend the movie? Of course I do. Yeah, With all too. of my heart. We have it on our website on uh, com. Uh, it should be right up there when you find when you go there. And our next film uh, will be a couple of the films from the Too Cool for School collection. You can buy it. You bought it for four bucks online. I bought it for twenty bucks at uh, Best Buy. So uh, it, you're, you're terrible. You, you've got no eye for a bargain. You're bargain. No I had to get the movie. There's like eight great terrible <laughs> '80s films on there. Uh, coach, starring an older woman who who's now a coach at a high school basketball team and. <laughs> Has sex with one of the students. Totally ignoring the fact that that's completely illegal. Just Well, how old how old's a student? Seventeen. Oh, maybe he's eighteen. Still creepy. Yeah. Then there's another 18, you know what, eighteen is fine. I had to go to a child protection thing because I lecture and they said, you know, because you're not allowed to have any intimate thing. It wasn't just me. <laughs> I wasn't had, I didn't do anything that <laughs> made me have a, to go. A, a big hall and it's just you sitting there. Because I piled all my students into a minibus, taking them to a motel. This is how you get an A. It was because there was some shifting thing, whatever. And one of the people asked uh, when they said, "Of course, any student you know who's under eighteen, you shouldn't have any relationship with." When they asked, "What if they're over 18? There was a kind of awkward silence, and they went, "Well, uh, after they're eighteen, of course, they don't come under the Child Protection Act," which was basically giving them the okay. To touch up any of the uh, consensually, of course, anyone who was over eighteen. Oh, I felt like it was like, uh, yeah, but don't be a creep. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. There was nothing of that. There was no like, yeah, you can, but really, you shouldn't. Morally, you're forty. They're eighteen. It's a bit creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, none, of, none of that. Well, there's, Just... then there's another movie I can't remember the name that's on the collection about having a party at the beach and at their uncle's house after high school, and then the uncle comes back. And he winds up having sex with two of the teenage girls at the end and leaves his wife. 
Also not creepy. But uh, check out these movies. They're, it's like eating candy. You can watch 12 of them at once. How is that like eating candy? You can, you eat can a lot look of candy. at 12 pieces of candy at once. Your metaphor is rubbish. Choose another one. All right. It's like eating candy. It's like watching candy. It's like, it's like watching, watching candy. candy. <laughs> you can watch 12 pieces of candy at once. You know what, Nico? You've again what? achieved to what? make me cry. I, love, I, love swore, it. I swore this time. <laughs> Give me that. You, I only do this because I love you. <laughs> I know. And you are not going to learn unless I am harsh. Oh, it's, it's the only language you understand. Thank you very much, Nico. It's Proudly Resents. ProudlyResents.com. Uh, where do we find you at? Uh, at the moment, under a mosquito net. <laughs> At Nico VDW. Is this, is this uh, where you played music over the end of it? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. Go to badfilmclub.com and, and tell me, you know, invite me to places in New York. Yeah, definitely uh, check out Nico in New York. Buy her some pizza, take her out to a good film. Although I think you should fly over. Maybe I'll look at my schedule, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, are you taking a boat? I am taking a boat. How Why? posh am I? Are you Agatha Christie? Why are you taking a uh, steamer? I'm not taking a steel. <laughs> oh, does that mean something else? <laughs> yes. It does, doesn't it? Right. I'm taking a boat because uh, it's nice. It's going to be a out, murder. Port out, starboard home even. That's what I'm doing as well. The way it should be done. Port out, starboard home. That's where posh comes from. The word posh is when people would sail the trans, would do the transatlantic crossing. It would be port out, starboard home. Therefore, you have posh. So posh people, that's how they uh, sail. Oh, I thought it came from posh spice. You know, you make me sad sometimes. <laughs> you make me, you make me sad in my poopic. Check out Nico in New York, running around, me behind her, possibly. <laughs> We'll do a uh, we'll do a meetup in New York. Sweet. We'll drop pennies on people. You're done. You're done over here. You're done over here. Go get your shine box. You are done. Okay. All right, Nego. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Adam. Thank you. I miss you. Say hi to your mom. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Proudly Resents. Make a comment or suggest a film at reachadam at mac.com. That's reachadam at mac.com or on our comment line. You ready? Get a pencil. <laughs> I'll wait. Okay, got one? Okay. To call 646 481 Five four seven six. That's our comment line. Six four six four eight one five four seven six. Keep it clean and short. We might air it. Join us on Facebook or be old school and go to our website, proudlyresents.com. If you like the show, put the episode up on your Twitter, Facebook, stumble upon, dig, you know, all those things. Tell a friend, I'm Eddie Pepitone, and my Twitter account is at, at Eddie Pepitone.